Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Thinking Project Podcast, where we interview founders and creatives to help you take the next step in your business by listening to inspired stories of these wonderful founders. I hope you enjoy this podcast and make sure to share it with your friends. Thank you so much for tuning in. All right, Josh. Thanks so much for being here, man. I appreciate you coming. Appreciate you letting me be on, man. I appreciate it. I've been a fan of the project. Yeah, dude. I I know. When we talked, um, you know, I really appreciate that. I I love all of the times when I get to meet people who, who really benefited and then get to bring them on to share all their, their knowledge and expertise, man. So you got a few things going on um, that we have talked about before this. But yeah, why don't you introduce yourself? Tell us who you are, what you got going on, bro. So my name is Joshua. Uh, my last name is Harris, Joshua Harris. Uh, I go by Smiley, so some people call me Smiley. But, um, you know, I'm big on empowerment, you know, helping people um, manage their ego, you know, set boundaries and, um, you know, reach their goals. So I have an internship program running right now and um, I have a startup as well. So um, a lot of good things coming in the future. Um, but oh, you know, I'm, cool, I'm, I'm just a person who's about um, empowerment. Yeah. So how do you, um, okay, well, before I get into all that, cause that all that is fascinating. Um, how do you go about, uh, excuse me, um, tell us about your internship program, uh, and what, and what that is. Cause that's pretty interesting. I like that. So I come from, um, like working in, um, you know, big box store. I used to like work in retail, work in sales. And I mm -hmm. did that for about like the last five years. I used to work in like, um, a lot of different jobs, um, but that's what I just got done doing. So I was like working there. I'm like, they're training me, but they're not training me how I should be trained. So when I got a chance to start my own company, um, I start, started it and it's called the Lighthouse Keeper Program. So um, the company is called the Lighthouse Portal. So the okay. idea is that these people are the keepers of the facility uh, or the company, quote unquote. So if you were to physically go to a lighthouse, there's not many of them in existence anymore. Um, but the people who maintain that facility aren't called custodians. Um, they're not called maintenance men, they're called keepers. So, you know, every individual is a keeper of the, you know, the lighthouse. So, you know, it's like them. Yeah. Wow, dude. Yeah. Hey, I like that name though. I like when a company comes up with a name like that, that, you know, that like means something beyond just like what they're doing and, and like really like captures the mission of the company because i think it's that's like something a key, right so it's, it's called a portal because you know like you know we talk about space and time and everything yeah. like that you know it's it's a door you know it, it would it right. would it leads to for you is what it leads to for you but <laughs> if you make the most of it you know you know you're in another galaxy yeah man no i love that dude i i think that's i think that's incredible so what do you so part of this internship program what what do they do when they come and 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 work for you, work with you, what, what, are, what are they so trying the biggest, to accomplish? The biggest thing that most people are trying to accomplish is um, trying to get experience. So for me, the goal is after the company offers you a, a job, which is the, the goal, if you stick through it, you also have other jobs lined up. So yeah. if you have a more competitive job lined up for you, cool, that's, that's understood. But the goal is for you to have a job offer from more than just me so that you can kind of leverage that and get the most out of it you know like yeah the yeah. thing is when you come out of school like a lot of people 
um, don't understand the difference between competence and, you know, uh, credential. Like, you know, your credential is your credential, but it doesn't mean that you're going to perform well in that job, you know? Mm. So, yeah. So how do you, how do you, uh, how do you teach the difference between credentials and competence? Um, I like that. I like how that, I like how you put that. Cause that's, a, that's really true. Like, yeah. What did Elon Musk say? He said something like you can still have a bachelor's degree or you can have a bachelor's degree and still be dumb. Yeah. Yeah. So like, you know, like common sense, I can't really teach common sense, but I can sure. teach different ways that you can sustain yourself. Um, should you get laid off, you know, mm -hmm. um, having relationships that are worth, worth something, you mm -hmm. know, instilling like those small principles and, and things that like you use in negotiation. Like, you know, when you go to interview, like how much am I going to get paid for this job? Like, mm -hmm having those things intangibles just sets you apart. It's like this person right here, this person, I'm like, well, this person right here is pretty interesting. Let's, yeah. let's see. Yeah. How yeah. That's cool. So your background's in sales. Um, tell us more about like, tell us more about how you started this company. You, you know, the lighthouse portal. Tell us more about how you so started that. Also, I'm sorry. Yeah. I used to also be a trainer, right? So this isn't my okay. first company, but I used to be a personal trainer so okay. you know that was a long time ago before i like uh stopped being on the fitness journey and got more into the health journey so it's not it doesn't stop but you know there's a difference so um the lighthouse is more something that started because um you know i realized that there's some people who need more help than others right so i had a young lady who i was trading one day and you know it was like two summers ago right before covid she was like i don't lose 10 pounds in a month so he's like, Josh, let me lose 10 pounds in a month. A month goes by, she loses six pounds. He's like, you know, it's not working now. I want to move on. I'm like, you didn't do anything I told you. You lost six pounds in a month, you should be happy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, we achieved the goal, like, you know? And I'm like, damn, I'm like, you know, I care about my clients, I care about people. I'm a genuine person, so I'm like, damn, like, what did I do wrong? Like, you yeah. know, like, what, what did I do wrong? So I'm like, what can I do to have people who don't trust me or don't uh, want to follow my methodology to be able to still achieve their goals you know so that's why I came up with this company and there's the app I have coming in a web app but you know that that is yeah. pretty much done so people will be able to check it out on the site later but we'll kind of get to that at, at some point but yeah um, that's where the, the thought was like you know how do I help the people who can't get out of their own way you know like, like, you know that's yeah <laughs> and so that's how that's how the lighthouse portal started helping people who can't get out of their own way. That's tough, man. Like a lot of yeah. people uh, don't even know they're in their own way. Right. So how do you help people like expand that? Right. Like how do you help people understand, you know, what they don't know as far as like being in their it's own difficult. Head? It's difficult. Yeah. Like, you know, it comes into ego. It comes into your background and how you grew up. Like me, my family is yeah. a military background. So um, you know, not everybody is military, but like both of my grandfathers were, uh, in the military. So like, you know, that comes into like the psychological part of how I do things. So they're very mm -hmm. like, this is how it's supposed to be done. And it doesn't right. always work for people, but understanding the different, you know, thought processes that people have, you know, it starts yeah. with your, you on the individual level, you know, your boundaries, your ego, just yeah. taking us time to do self-development, you know, kind of starts there, knowing what your strengths are, your weaknesses, and, you know, creating a program to follow. So that's kind of like what we do. 
Yeah, that's freaking awesome, man. Holy cow. Um, so how like how are you tackling this big endeavor of like with the lighthouse portal? Like, what are some of the things that you do to teach people like how to negotiate better or how to get out of their own way? And like specifically, you know, you mentioned like at the beginning of this, like empowerment, right? Like, how do you help empower people? How do you help people feel empowered? So um, I have a lot of exercises that I go through in the book that I wrote. Um, I'm trying to still get it out there, but it's called Sink or Swim, 100 Years and a Quarter. So um, (laughs) it's called that because I had two great grandmothers who lived to be a century, right? One was 99. The other one was 102. Wow, that's cool, man. Actually, (laughs) yeah, man, it's a blessing. I have good genes. I'm just thankful to God, like, you know, for all of that. But I got to meet them and actually talk to them. Like they passed away when I was like in my teens, right? So I got yeah. to actually speak to them and get wisdom from them. So one of the big things is just that, like listening to people, like learning to listen before you talk, um, right. and you know, just understanding those things is, is where we start because <laughs> yeah, like like you're not listening to your own body a lot of times. You're not listening to mm. like the reading the room, all of those those intangibles. But um, empowerment really starts with you know believing in yourself like that's something that I preach and if people don't believe in themselves it's really hard for me to work with them so yeah so does that so does that um how do how would I say this so does that disqualify somebody from working with you like if you meet them and you go through the whole process and you're like man these guys really just have a problem with like you know believing in themselves and and wanting to work through it like they're very pessimistic do you still try to work with so, those kinds of people or i try to give them things to read and like places to start because if you don't have a belief in yourself the things that i say are probably going to go over your head right you know, yeah um, yeah yeah absolutely um, the toxicity and the boundaries that you have not set for yourself are why you're feeling like that you know what i'm saying right. like i've been there <laughs> i've been there <laughs> right. i've been there like if you don't set those boundaries and you like share, like shell off those things, you're going to go back to having a lack of confidence or overcompensating. Um, yeah. Going away from who you truly are. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. I think that's a big, I think that's a big piece for a lot of people. Like if, you know, um, just like being able to help, help themselves, right? Like you, we can't help those people who can't, help themselves you can't like right like i we can only do so much before you got to figure it out yourself and just start right like that's one of the things that i love about my podcast and 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 like the people that i work with is you know the big things are not like of course there's the science of getting from like you know zero to a million or a million to five five to ten and all these things in your business um but i've found that the hardest thing to do is just start. Like that's probably the hardest thing, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so that's the mental block. That's what the people, you know, people, how people get in their own ways is they don't like start. So are are there things that are there, are there processes or systems that you take people through that help them start? So like one of my favorite exercises um, is exercise eight out of the book. Mm-hmm. So um, you could call it the Mamba um, mentality exercise. You could call it whatever you want because that's the number he used to wear, uh, Kobe Bryant. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but basically it's like, um, you know, it's a chart and then you have your visions, your values, your intentions, 
um, and then, you know, your passions, right? So you write all of those things out. You write eight things that fit into each category. Yeah. And then, you know, you take a, uh, another um, look at the list and you think about where people align with that. And you can, yeah. and start to see like who in your life um, matches up, like who are your confidants, who are your constituents, and then who are your comrades, right? So those right, are the three right. things that are um, that are similar, but they're different. So your confidants are the people who you confide in, your close friends, your your partner, your wife, your spouse, your husband. You mm -hmm. know your uh, constituents are the people who um, are you know somewhat adversary to you, and then your comrades are the people who are on your team for the mission at hand, right? Yeah. So that could be your coworkers, that could be your uh, you know, frenemies or, uh, you know, acquaintances, <laughs> but putting yeah. people in perspective of where they are for you allows you to, you know, have more confidence to your day-to-day -day decisions. Like, so that's one of the big, big exercises I like to do. There's a whole bunch more, but that's probably my favorite one. Yeah. Figuring out like who around you, uh, yeah. Who around you can kind of help you. Right. Or like, motivates you kind of thing yeah because if you have if you have different values than someone else there's only so much far you guys can go together if you have Ooh, similar yeah. values similar passions similar intentions then you could probably go somewhere but um <laughs> you know you have to have a uh check three or four of those boxes before you can really call somebody a a, a confidant you know that the goal yeah. is to have as many confidants as possible but yeah. um not all of us are that that blessed and lucky yeah, for sure. So how do you, I mean, like, you know, in your life, right? Like writing your book, starting your company, how do you, you know, you talk about values, right? But, but in my mind, it's like, how do you find out what someone else's values are? And how do you like, how, you know, how long does that take or something like that? You know what I mean? Um, for me, I, I like to just, you know, be open um and you know understand that people have boundaries so like the the there's a another analogy i use called the coconut right which is like a separate idea in a um of itself so yeah. we have the coconut we have the husk on the outside of the coconut which you usually don't see and then we have the shell right so i'm not from the caribbean but i have a lot of friends as people who are right so they'll tell you yeah. that you can eat the outside shell of the coconut a lot of people will toss it, but they yeah. use it and they use that to make the oil. So that's a similar analogy of like people have shells for a reason. So, you know, taking the time to find the things that are pain points or things that people don't want to talk about, understanding those and then, you know, understanding those for yourself, it'll allow you to like, you know, kind of um, break into that that shell. But the, the, the outside part, the husk is, you know, the, the having the real conversations about things that that are not necessarily, you know, fun to have or like ideal, the, the small talk. Small talk is good for certain things, uh -huh. but you have to have real conversations if you want to build a real relationship with someone. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. I think that's so true, man. I think, I skimming I the think BS, you know. yeah, 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 yeah. I, it's always fun. Like when you talk about what, you know, when we end up talking about like, how do you connect with people and who, you know what I mean? Who do you connect with and all these things? Because it becomes, you know, it can get very like, 
waters can become very muddy, right? But I like your analogy of the shell, like you can use every part, right? And there's a reason for that. And so like tap into it, right? I, I think one of, you know, one of my favorite uh, quotes or whatever you want to call it is uh, from Marcus Aurelius. He's an old Stoic, but he would say, you know, um, what, what, uh, what blocks the way or what impedes the way becomes the way, right? Like, uh, you know, the thing that prevents action will also like enable action. Um, and it's just that same idea, like working with people, like, um, you know, you definitely set good boundaries and, you know, we don't have to work with everybody. We don't have to be friends with everybody, but there's that, you know, but there is that, you know, that, that, uh, part of life when you, you know, you use those, like those things that might be, you know, undesirable in someone else can actually be like a benefit, you know, and we, and you can like, uh, you can really like help somebody hone in on things or like, uh, my, the example that's coming to my head is like Abraham Lincoln. Um, and the, there was a biography on an, a biography written on Abraham Lincoln called the team of rivals. And Abraham Lincoln only had in his presidential cabinet people that vehemently disagreed with him and like other parties and things like that because they knew he they knew they he knew that they wouldn't like there was no not there was no reason for them to lie to him because they didn't like him already right like so it was this kind of thing where like you had this radical candor and this radical honesty because like i don't like you anyway nothing i say is gonna you know what i mean like i don't care yeah. if you don't like me right and so president lincoln had these you know and i'm not a politics guy but i thought it was interesting the way that he chose to approach leadership with the idea of like you know surrounding himself with people that disagreed with him on a lot of no, i definitely do the same thing i try to do that and have conversations with people who have different ideologies that oppose mine because you yeah. the only thing you can do from that is grow there's no there's right, no real right. downside like you know no yeah. nothing bad is really gonna come <laughs> from me except you know maybe somebody yeah. starts yelling but it's like mm. sure sure but that's also but but like you know that going into the the relationship or the connection right like these people really disagree with me so you know i'm not gonna like you know, that, and that also sets up your mind for a great, you know, uh, that, that sets up. Yeah. Yeah. Like it just sets up your whole mind, like set to, so that you don't get like caught off guard or distracted. You're like, yeah, this guy already doesn't like me. So this will, you know what I mean? This is going to be really fun and we're going to learn. And, you know, I'm not going to take, you know, everything he says is going to be taken with a grain of salt and things like that. Right. I just think that that, uh, I think that that's pretty, pretty cool, man. I like that dude. So tell us, tell us more about your book, man. So to the to the example that you gave, um, I actually uh, have a small piece where I uh, reference uh, a guy named Fred Hampton who actually did similar, yeah. where he actually um, was a leader of the Black Panther Party in Chicago, and he sat down with the KKK. So this is probably the thing that got him, you know, assassinated because he was speaking to people who were adversaries, and he was enlightening them on the fact that they were in a similar situation as he was so like you know the oh, book no. i talk about a lot of different things but yeah. you know um the idea of you know speaking to people who have different viewpoints as you um fits into the this the grand scheme of like having longevity because you know like caesar or anybody you think about in history who like you know was taken out was because they had yes men but 
with them <laughs> and people who would just, you know, be like, yeah. So, you know, like you got to have people to check in and, and keep it honest with you, uh, keep it real with you. So yeah. Yeah. The book was inspired <laughs> by the, the, yeah. You know, you know, I'm just trying to, um, right, right, right. Yeah. Knowledge. Have you read that book? Uh, I mean, I don't know. It's a very polarizing book, but have you read 48 laws of power? You ever read yes. That book? Yes. I have. Yeah. I have. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Great. Great book. book. In there, they talk. He talks about the same thing. Like you know, enemies are actually probably better in your corner than uh, <laughs> than your friends. Yeah. For that reason, right? Got, that's probably why he got taken out because you know he he was he was uniting the poor people, quote unquote. So it's like uh, we have yeah, to do something about it. Right. Like yeah, that book's banned in prisons, right? It's banned in exactly. prisons, and I and I think it's banned in some schools too. Like because yeah. you know they're like. It's, but I, I don't know. I've, I've, I've read a lot of Robert Greene's other books. Like first, like, let me say, like, first of all, that book is great. Everybody should read that book. And when he did the book with, when he did the book with 50 cent, have you read the 50th law? I didn't read it yet. No, I have dude. That's a great book too. He met, he met with. I'm going to check it out. I'm going to check it out. Yeah, dude. He like him. It's just so awesome. He wrote a book with, you know, 50 cent Curtis Lee Jackson. And like, that whole book just breaks down some of the, just some of the coldest capitalist principles in the world. You know what I mean? Just like, uh, because that was the book that Curtis Jackson, that 50 cent read to help him start releasing and, uh, you know, get rich or die trying that helped him form, you know, in Curtis's words, like G unit and, uh, dude, I mean, who, I mean, yeah. What, what chart wasn't get rich or die trying on? I still, I'm still, by you the way, on every chart, Billboard <laughs> chart, every, every one of them. Yeah. That's, I'm still mad. That's a, I'm still mad that he lost to Nelly, but that was a great song. So whatever. It still went diamond. I mean, diamond is crazy. Diamond is crazy. Yeah. yeah that's a different no. type of. <laughs> There's levels. But, that's when you learn about levels, right? Dude? <laughs> for sure. It's definitely levels. So like yeah. the book, you know, the, I'm, I'm definitely trying to um, get it out there. The thought process is, um, you know, yeah. empower people and give that wisdom as far as longevity. Who knows how long we'll be here, but, you know, I feel right. like I've lived a century in the 25 years I've been here. So that's why it's called, <laughs> you know, a uh, uh, hundred years and a quarter. So, you know, it's just the game that I got um, from, from the older heads. Um, yeah, dude. Well, the, you know, like, it's true because that's why I like talking to anybody, right? It doesn't matter if like younger or, or older and like, I don't know how old you are, but, but it's, it doesn't matter to me because it's not so much about like, I mean, experience has a lot to do with this, but, but what people I feel like don't understand a lot of the times is you can get a lot of experience in a short amount of time, depending on the situation you're in. Right. Like I learned how to close vulnerable. You gotta be, make, be willing to, you know, put yourself in a, in a situation. Yeah, dude. I mean, I, learned how to close deals really well because early in my career um i had the opportunity to be a be a closer in a position that i was at and so you know a normal salesperson in that in that uh field would maybe talk to you know would maybe have the opportunity to close you know 10 or 15 deals a month and i was in a position where i was closing you know 10 or 15 deals a day and you learn quicker when you have, when you, when you, you know, are closing 10 or 15 minutes a day versus a month. Yeah. 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 Well, like, yeah. yeah. And it's just like that experience. It's like, you know, you, you know, it just, it takes me a shorter amount of time to get there because like 
we don't have like i don't have the time in between closes to like go read a bunch of books or something like i gotta find a mentor and like figure out how to make this work right so a lot of my experience comes from like uh but like i haven't like but it's not a lot of time right like the timeline isn't big but the but the experience is big right kind of what you're saying you yeah, like uh, yeah. something I talk about in the book also is like the concept of uh, being the youngest person in the room, right? So right. like, you know, um, not physically, but mentally, like, you know, children, sure, sure, little sure. kids, you have kids, right? They ask a lot of questions, you know, they ask questions and they get information. So keep holding on to that youthfulness will take you a long way. Um, you know, like being able to ask those questions and just like, even when I'm talking to people who are younger, I'm not, I'm definitely younger than you, but um, when I'm talking to people who are younger, um, uh-huh. the same thing, like trying to just, you know, be on the same level with them as far as like asking questions and getting knowledge. So, yeah. Um, yeah, dude. I think, uh, yeah. And it's kind of one of those things. It's like, yeah, I mean, you can learn from anybody. Like it's not necessarily about the experience. And that's what I think is beautiful about real leaders. Like it doesn't matter who they're talking to, like they're going to learn something from them. And I think that's one of my indicators of like a true, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Othership. Othership is a meditation and breathwork app that I've been using forever to cool down, to calm down, to energize, to start my day, to end my day and everything in between. They have bite-sized exercises that are accompanied with music to help you and your breath go along with the beat so that it makes meditation and breathwork fun and easy. They have minute-long sessions or hour-long sessions, so you can go for as little or as long as you like to fit with your schedule. Breathwork, it has changed my life. Othership has changed my life. You guys won't regret this. Robbie Bent was on my podcast before. He's an amazing human being. He's got an amazing team. Go check out this app. The link to everything are in the description below. And I promise it'll be the best thing you've ever done. Thank you so much. A truly like humble person or like empathetic person, a true leader is like, sure. Like I'm not saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like you, right? Like, you know, you don't only learn from people with less experience, but like it, to, to be able to, to walk into a room and learn from anything because your mind is in the right place. Cause you don't have an ego. Like that's a really cool thing. You know what I mean? I think uh, a lot of people miss that. So um dude i but it's it's crazy man i think um yeah i think it's just wild that that we get it because like you know the coaching world for example um or like you know just teaching in general right like you know going through an mba program you're like but what you know what i was surprised about and this is goes back to just like teaching or whatever everybody kind of talks about like school teachers and mba teachers like not doing what they what they teach or whatever i found the opposite in my program a lot of the teachers that i had a lot of professors i had in my mba program were like like they had a pedigree they had a resume dude those guys were those guys were very very talented and i just thought it was funny like just all of these crazy misconceptions of like learning right and i get where they're coming from i get where they're coming from in in the sense that like school is you know, way too expensive. I agree with that. But anyway, it's just wild, dude. But, but that's the other thing is like, either way you, you pay almost, right? Like you either pay with time and reading or you pay with money to go to college. You know what I'm saying? Like for me, I don't have the formal education. So for me, it's been, I had a lot of, you know, crash course, just asking 
of people questions and conversations and also finding a way to you know um balance the the lack of desire to ask for help you know as your growth in right. business <clears throat> grows from a solo person to a, a legitimate you know like business you have to be willing to open the doors to other people for help and trust and stuff like that so like you know school is good for that purpose to be yeah. able to you know, get those things um where you can trust these people but um, yeah it's really that's a really big fundamental concept trust you know like um, yeah yeah absolutely and and uh it's just yeah funny how well i mean and here's the thing like i don't think you need for there are certain things that you need a college degree for or that would really help there's some things that you don't i think sales negotiation like those kinds of things you don't need to go to college for i really don't even think you need to go to college for business but like i said um, you don't really need to. Yeah, I mean, they do a lot of they, they like open your mind. They give you experience, so it's the like books, okay, the, that's fair. Access to the to the um, you know the libraries. The, the, you don't just get that by yourself. The internet search isn't going to show you the, <laughs> the, the what do we well, call it? the critical studies and stuff. You're yeah, not going to yeah. get that. Yeah, well, no. and here's the here's the crazy part. I mean, even and even if they did, like sometimes they do. Some some of those studies you can you can go and get. But here's the thing. Um, it just goes back to this idea that I was talking about earlier. Like, you don't know what you don't know. Right. Like, um, it's not about, so I have always been a proponent and some people really disagree with me on this, but I've always been a proponent that the world is going to kind of come full circle. Like social media is going to come full circle because right now, why do we love social media and the internet? Well, because you have access to everything. Like knowledge is free and that's beautiful. And that's so empowering. Knowledge is free. We get into this process, though, that when you have too many options, you don't make any choices. See what I'm saying? And the kid so, in, a, in a candy store, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, you have all of these things. So, you don't, if you have one choice, you'll make a decision. If you have 50 choices, you're not going to make a decision. So, like, yeah, that's a principle in negotiation, right? Like, don't give a person, you know, don't give who you're, you're, um, sorry. Uh, don't give who the person you're negotiating with more, too many options. You know, yeah, you're going yeah. to time paralysis. Time yeah, paralysis is definitely a, and, <laughs> and coaching also is a real thing. Also, like coaching, yeah. training people. You know, time yeah. paralysis is is a deadly thing. It's probably right, your progress. You know, so definitely yeah. So my idea, this is my theory, is that eventually social media becomes more comes full circle because it won't be so much about content creation as it will be about content curation, right? Like creating, like our social media pages might still be for like, you know, authentic content or whatever, but like, what is that really in these days? Right? Like you just find it, you find a million ways to say the same thing, you know, whatever, but like eventually it will become like a place where you can go like Dalton, you know, or Joshua is known for sales, right? So your page is a curation of all these different sales of all this sales knowledge that might not necessarily be coming from like me or you, but like you're, you're introducing people to new ideas through other people. And, uh, and I know it sounds wild, but I think it's like, no, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't sound wild at all. You, you, you're making sense. Cause like, right. The whole thing about the censorship um, initiative that's going forward is going to force people to be self-sustainable and have their own platforms. 
So right. like some of the things are relevant that they don't want, you know, put out to the masses because people are not giving them all of the information. But right. um, like if if someone wants to get the information, it's there at this point for them to go see it. So, you know, um, for me, when it comes to things that are sensitive that, you know, certain uh, companies might not want talked about, I just want to ask make it where you provoke the question, right? I want yeah. you to ask questions. I want people to think about, like, yeah. like similar to your, your project, right? Like the thinking project, think about it, yeah. right? Don't, I don't have yeah. the answers. I don't have all the answers. Just, <laughs> I want you to go ahead and ask yourself, like, what's going on here? Like, deeper. Just go yeah, deeper. Yeah, yeah. But it's true, though. But it's true, because, like, um, that's why I named it the thinking project, because um, a lot of this is, like, just, getting people to understand and like think that, you know, one of the biggest, one of the big theses of the podcast is like, like, you know, the thinking project is also like, don't think about it too much. <laughs> like, yeah, like exactly. just start, you know what I mean? Like right, right. there, there's both ends of the spectrum where you need to like think differently and, and um, yeah, really think about it. But then there's also times about with thought that like, don't think about it too much. Like, don't overthink it. Don't overcomplicate it. Get out of your way. Like, you know, one of my favorite, and it's, it's going to be like, what, you know, closes or something. I don't know. I don't really use it a lot, but I, I do like the question of like, um, you know, it's not, you don't need to think about it, right? Like when someone says, I need to think about it, right? You go, okay, well, I totally understand. You need to think about it. But typically in my experience, what? That's worth my experiences work. That one, that one, you don't need to think about it. You know, you already know. Yeah, 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 yeah. I go, I go, you know, typically in my experience, um, it's not so much about thinking about it. It's about information. So if you don't have enough information to make a decision, then let me help you because I'm the person with all the information. Right. So let's, let's go back. Like, what else do you need to know? And uh, that, that usually works, right? Like, because yeah, I mean, it's not about thinking it's about information. And uh, so that's another part of it, right? Like the thinking project brings people information so that they can stop thinking, right? And like go, you know, your gut. yeah, yeah, exactly. move and move. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things uh, to the uh, to the the name, but you know, and then bringing people on, like like yourself, you know, it's it's about like what I do. You know, if somebody, if you say something, if somebody hears this and, and you and you say something and it triggers a thought and they're like, oh, you know what, that's, that's what I needed. And then they move, right? Like, that's it. You know, that's part, that's the thinking project right there. The other key concept, I'm, I'm going to just like leave yeah, the rest ahead, for people to go read it, right? The, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to leave the rest for people to go read it, but like, um, <laughs> I think a concept and it was part of like the censorship thing, right? Is yeah. um, prevention above, um curation or not cure not curation that's the wrong word i'm sorry above uh curing something right oh yeah so yeah. like you we we are caught up in the loop right now of trying to cure something after the fact but you go to a doctor you go to a fireman you go to a police officer and you say what's the best way to fix the issue right fix yeah. having a disease fix a robbery fix a fire they're going to say yeah. prevent one from happening right so yeah. we're we're on the in the reactionary phase of how we try to solve issues as a whole most of the time mm. instead of the progressive or pro preventionary role. So like you know, yeah, avoid that from happening. You know, we have 
we have less problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be yeah, yeah. Another way uh, to put that is like being proactive instead of reactive. Like finding ways to like keep going. You know what I mean? Well, cool, Joshua, dude. This has been an amazing conversation, man. Uh, I really appreciate your time. I really appreciate your wisdom. Go ahead and let everybody know uh, where they can find you, where they can find more about your companies, and and get involved if they want to get involved. So you can check me out at um, progressneverstops.com or the lighthouseportal.com is loading. Um, it's going to be up in the next week or so. So Progress Never Stops is a good place to go. You can check me out and you can hit me up on um, uh, LinkedIn um, or my email at uh, support at, at Progress Never Stops or support at um, Lighthouse. So. Um, oh, that's awesome, bro. Yeah, man. That's awesome, dude. All right, cool, man. Well, Uh, Like I said, I appreciate your time. Thanks so much for being here, bro. Thanks, man.